Here, in your world, things are important. But what about the things that aren't important anymore? Well, sometimes those things end up here, in Dilstonia, where the Jifflings live on their little Jiffling ship. They find these things that we throw away and fish them out of their sea so that they can recycle them and put them to good use once again. And here they are now, ready to work. Eccentric young pumpkin. Ooh, I'm ever so excited. The hedge, who was a very lazy jiffling. Like, hey man, is it time for bed yet? Albert, the ship's gardener. Who's been in me cabbage patch, Lake? Friedeline, a very bossy jiffling who keeps law and order on the ship. Come on now, jifflings, it is time for work. And Miss Katie, who is just a little bit vain. I'm not vain, I'm just really, really beautiful. Today on the ship, the jifflings are enjoying some playtime after a morning of cleaning, tidying and busying themselves. The hedge has suggested his favourite game of Sleeping Lions, where everybody has to lay as still as they can whilst one jiffling tries to make them move. And today, that jiffling is Young Pumpkin. Everyone enjoys Sleeping Lions. It really is terribly fun. But I enjoy it a little bit. But we shall soon need to be working again. Shush! Be quiet, Friedeline, or you'll lose the game. Too late. Young Pumpkin has already noticed Friedeline move. Now you have to make everybody move too, Friedeline. It's ever so much fun. You get to say boo and ruffle everybody's hair. Friedeline and Young Pumpkin tiptoed around the deck of the ship, looking for who they would rouse next. Young Pumpkin pointed towards Albert, who still had one cautious eye open. I see your eye here, Albert. You are awake. Where you are now, Lake? Now, there was only Miss Katie and the hedge left. Albert got a cheeky smile all over his jiffling face as he hopped over to his vegetable patch and yanked up a lovely beetroot. He knelt down beside a very still Miss Katie and... <laughs> no, no, no! Cheater! He tickled me with... Uh, what's that? Oh, well, it's only one of me beetroots, you know. They have a big leafy hat on when they come out to me garden before they gan in your dinner. Oh. So, the hedge, he has won the game. Hedge and hedge. Oh, you cannot sleep through your winning. You must enjoy it, hedge. Be proud. You are the champion, Jif. Like, maybe after just a couple more minutes sleep, man. Friedeline shook the hedge and he jumped to his feet and blabbled himself awake. Blabbling is when you go... Sometimes you do it when you mix your words up. And sometimes if you eat something that tastes yucky. But this time, Hedge was blabbling so he could wake himself up. So, like, I get to choose another game now? Oh, but it's Miss Katie's turn, Hedge. You did win, but you chose Sleeping Lions. That was true. He did, as he liked it very much. Yay, my turn. I like my turn the most. And I say we play Princess's Dressy Oppie. (sighs) 
why don't you guys play? And I'll have, like, a small snooze. But, but, I played your game. Now it's my turn. Hey, like, maybe next time, Miss Katie. Well, now there was no time for Hedge to fall asleep, because that was the sound the Jifflings all knew. It meant an object that had been lost or thrown away on Earth had got caught in their net, and now they had to work together to heave it in and find a new use for it. They all looked at the strange, shiny object in their net. It had two round circles and two long arms. And because the Jifflings are so very small, it was nearly as tall as all of them. Only young Pumpkin's fuzzy head of hair puffed out over the top. Oh, I think it's a giant racket for playing lawn games with. And no, it is a scoop for scooping up all of the mess. Ah, nah, this must be like some kind of windshield to keep all the wind off me lettuces. No way, man. It's like a disco ball for a giant party. Then Miss Katie stepped forward knowingly and perched herself on the story seat. For this time, she was the one who knew what the object really was. And now she was going to tell us. My great aunt Selina Jiffling, who was a very beautiful Jiff, told me all about these. These are the sunglasses and they once belonged to a famous actress called Shaney Vondermeer, who everybody loved. A bit like me. Shaney would travel all over the world for her plays and films, but her favourite thing of all was her summer holiday, and she looked forward to it all year long. Shaney always went on holiday with her best friend, Alan. Alan wasn't famous, and he wasn't very beautiful, but he was a very good friend to Shaney, and he always made her laugh when they went away. Every year when they booked their holiday, Shaney wanted to go somewhere else, but Alan liked the cold, and he really, really loved skiing and throwing snowballs. But because Alan was a lovely friend, and because Shaney was used to just getting what she wanted, every year they would just go on holiday to the beach, and Shaney would bring her sunglasses, and poor old Alan would get all hot and all bothered and all sweaty and just yucky, and it didn't feel much like a holiday to him at all. So one year, Shaney got ready to leave, but Alan told her he couldn't come because he didn't want to be all sticky and he really, really wanted to go somewhere cold. Uh-huh. He asked Shaney to come along too, but Shaney didn't like the cold, so she went on holiday to the lovely hot beach all on her own. But instead of having lots of fun, Shaney was so sad because there was no one there to have fun with. So she got on a big aeroplane and went straight to a big chilly mountain where Alan was on holiday. And they had a marvellous time making snow angels and ice sculptures and drinking cherry slushies. And Shaney didn't even notice that she'd left her sunglasses on the hot beach because she was having so much fun with her friend, Alan. (laughs) Now that it was finally his turn to choose. Uh Uh-huh. And because the sunglasses were lost, now we have to find a use for them. Bay, that's what Jiplins do, you know. Indeed. And this is what we do too, when we try very hard. All the Jiflings looked down at the sunglasses. But what should we do with them now? They are far too big for a Jiffling face, yeah? Oh, I can see my whole head in them. 
And yours, Miss Katie. Young Pumpkin pulled a funny face, and Miss Katie laughed as she saw it reflected in the sunglasses. Then the hedge stepped forward, and for once he seemed very awake and alert. He peered into the sunglasses, and looking back he saw... Well, he saw himself. The sleepy, hungry, and now rather sorry hedge. I think, like... We should use them in Miss Katie's game. We can all play dress up and use them as a mirror. A mirror? Miss Katie was very excited. That was one of her favourite things. So the Jifflings got out their dressing up box and they had a good fun time watching their reflections in the sunglasses whilst they were pretending they were princesses and knights and giants and a royal gardener. Hey. Because... Well, Albert really, really liked being a gardener, and although you can learn very important lessons, you can never change your nature. Suddenly, all of the Jifflings felt rather sleepy, but this time they weren't being sleeping lions. It really was time for bed. Good night, young pumpkin. Oh, good night. Good night, Albert. Well, I'll see you in the morning, Lake. Good night, Friedeline. And it is a good night. Yeah. Good night, Miss Katie. Night, night. Good night, Hedge. Hedge? Oh, I think the Hedge is asleep already. And goodbye to you, wherever you are. Hopefully next time you see a thing that you might throw away, you'll stop and see if you can use it again, just like our friends the Jifflings. And maybe the thing you use again will have a story to tell too. Goodbye. Bottle Ship was written mostly by me, Charlie Conquest. And a tiny little bit by me, Ben Mullins. All voices were performed by Charlie and Ben, and all audio production was by Ben. Thank you for listening to Bottle Ship. We hope you enjoyed it. Goodbye. Goodbye.